one. Hey everybody, it's Lydra. I'm Sam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope y'all have a great Thanksgiving. I did. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Well, the fam came over, and despite the whole COVID warning thing for groups, we just had our, our, our usual people that I've been around the whole time, so I don't feel bad. I mean, my kids and one of the grandladies was there, and my brother, and we had a good time. It was really nice and relaxing. Dinner was at 3.30, because I don't like eating late. Well, that's cool. Then you can eat and like chill for the rest of the night and let your food digest. And keep eating the rest of the night. And keep eating. <laughs> and eating and eating. <laughs> Felt like Templeton the Rat. Right. <laughs> I'm aging myself. Half these people probably don't even know what Charlotte's Web is. <laughs> you think? They should. they should. It's a classic. You would think. How was yours? Well, I went to my sister's house. I overcooked. Most people did, but I really overcooked. Really? And I just feel like I went over there and dropped off food. Like, we never even got into it deep. Really? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah. Oh. Like, we ate a little, and that was it. You know what I mean? And then I left. So, like, you weren't even there for an hour? No, I was there, but it wasn't like we were eating. You know what I'm saying? It was only, like, three people there, four. Oh, so it was just kind of like a yeah. typical... Dinner. We could have just did a Sunday dinner. We really okay. could have. Yeah. I think and a I, lot of people had different kinds of holiday Thanksgiving dinners this year. Yeah, say what you want, but I want my corn back. <laughs> what? Yeah, I left corn and I really wanted it. I liked it. it took, I put in a lot of work. You know, southern fried corn. I cut that corn off the cob. Oh. And I know she's not going to eat all that. Well, you better just call her up. I text her and she acts like she didn't. Maybe she's listening. Maybe she wants to eat it. <laughs> That you put some work in. I know. That's what I'm saying. Seriously, you put work in. <laughs> like, damn. So anyway, well, we discussed at our family table. We had to discuss Christmas because now that we're not going into town for Christmas like we usually do, the kids are like, "Um, we need you to do Christmas dinner." Also, I'm like, "What?" Uh, no. So we're all chipping in this time, and Mister's frying chicken. Okay. <laughs> in the Fry Daddy. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And, yeah, so we're splitting duties because Mom is tired. <laughs> That's fair. More than fair. Especially when your kids are grown. Exactly. It's like, what do I look like? It's like you got to start transitioning your children into adulthood and letting them know that you don't come to your mom's house, although she's cooked for 30 years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. For one of them. For one day, or one or two days out the year, it's okay to bring something to help out. Yeah. So, yeah. You hear that, people? I know you're listening. Well, you better be listening. <laughs> right. Like, I'm never letting anyone talk me into having a Thanksgiving that I don't want to have anymore past this year. This year was a lesson for me. Really? Like, I didn't want to go big at all. <laughs> I really didn't. And so, I did. And now I've got this extra food that I know I'm not going to eat. And plus, I'm working out in the gym. Yeah. And so, um, I'm actually down 10 pounds. You go, girl. I mean, I don't know if you can tell because we're sitting here smashing a pizza, but... <laughs> no, I have to go back on my thing. You like, can always my... tell in your face. Can you... Well, you can't tell yet, can you? Yeah. You can tell? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I'm down 10 pounds. Um, so, I have to go back hard Monday through Friday, so today is my thing. It's you your see... cheat day. Right. And so, you see me. So, I tried to order a pizza. It's good, too. Oh, my goodness. We have doghouse pizza compliments of... Um, yeah, a doghouse pizza at on twenty thirty one Lockworm Road, Columbus, Ohio. I don't know why I gave them a commercial, but it's just that good to me. 
So if anybody who works at Doghouse who's listening, uh, Pam is buying for a free pizza. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, that's a perfect segue into our topic. Yes. Um, Well, our topic today, I'm trying to be nice because I'm so upset. I'm not just upset with, with people in society. I'm upset with myself. Our topic today is health, weight, and denial, right? Yeah. Well... The reason we chose this topic is because I'm going through a serious workout transition and body transformation. And I've been working out with a trainer off and on for like 10 years. And I should know what to do and I know how to eat. It's just that I don't. My discipline is very bad. And the reality is no one's going to eat perfect the rest of their life. But the truth is is that I was diagnosed as pre-diabetic and I don't want to be on any pills. Right, like, or shots. Like they're like, right? They're like, it's coming if you don't change your diet, if you don't do this. So that's pre-diabetic. So I don't want to be on pills or shots, mm-hmm. and so I, I really want to do it. And the thing is, is of my friends that I consider heavy, I'm not even like the the bulkiest one, you know. So my thing is, I'm, I'm predisposed, kind of. And people say you can't. Yes, you can be. My mother, my father, my grandmother, my aunts, my sisters, my cousins. Stop it. I'm predisposed. You know what I mean? I'm predisposed. So it's not if it happens, it's when it happens, or am I going to be able to maintain it? So this is serious for me. And I know people say all heavy people have diabetes or they have that. Or I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have anything. I'm not on any medication. I'm good. But it's there. Yeah. It's knocking at the door. You see what I'm saying? It's knocking at the door. I get it. I can totally relate to that. I mean, I, I was adopted, so I didn't initially know what... I was predisposed to, um, I've since met my birth, met my birth parents, um, in the last, uh, 20 years, actually. God, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I know there's certain things that run in my background, but I, on paper, I'm like damn healthy. I don't, I'm not pre-diabetic. I don't have high blood pressure. My cholesterol is fine. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, but I can definitely understand the whole thing about you being with your trainer for X number of years and knowing what to do. Because remember when I used to be workout queen mm-hmm. and all that boot camping and stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, my body's like, mm-hmm. arthritis is like, you're not doing that. Right. <laughs> but there's other things I can do. And I know how to eat. And I know like what things make me stronger and mm-hmm. things that reduce weight. But it's just a matter of doing it. And it's so hard, especially, I think, for women who go through like menopause because mm-hmm. I'm in menopause and it's just it's a different thing I mean weight just hangs out like hey <laughs> like yeah. it's your buddy yeah yeah I think that as well but um and we also live in a society where people have called have redefined fat as thick and the reality is it's not funny when you suddenly get something overnight like you could you could very well whether you have a symptom or not you could have a heart attack overnight Oh, yeah. Don't think that because you can carry weight that it's okay. Yeah. I learned that. You see, my back hurts. Mm-hmm. I never, I mean, I have back issues, but not to the degree that it is now. Um, I am so over it, though. I'm over, like, I have people, I just watched um, Rihanna's Fenty mm-hmm. show. That was amazing. And there's nothing wrong with her embracing the plus-size people, but the reality is, how long can you maintain that weight before there's something that you do that you don't reach a limit where you wake up one day and was like, I've been calling myself thick for three years. Now I'm morbidly obese. Damn, how did I get here? 
Well, the fact of the matter is, is that even though they have good body image and they have high self-esteem to put that stuff on, the scale on the doctor is probably still saying they're morbidly obese. Right. So right. That, there's a thin line. I totally get it. That's why I call myself the plus size supermodel <laughs> because our culture has perpetuated that. Yeah. I mean, and it's I, not fair. I mean, I mean, it's not saying that a, a plus size person couldn't be attractive, but the reality is they're blinding and fooling people into thinking next thing you know, you have a condition. Look at Monique. Yeah. She's been the plus size queen and advocating for plus size forever. Then boom, she had to lose weight, health issues. Yep. It was like, boom, you never know when it's going to hit. And you got, you can't say that, Oh, I'm okay. I'm 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 a hundred pounds overweight, or I'm eighty pounds overweight, and this is fine. You can say that if you want to, but that to me is the denial part. Yeah, that is the beginning of something. Absolutely. Like, like yeah, I, like I thought I was hot. If I had a fat ass, you couldn't tell me shit. <laughs> and so when you get that, you get your boobs, and you get your shit, and mm. you're like, well, my man likes it. Well, so and so likes it. Well, they like it. Well, guess what? You're about a cheeseburger away from a health issue. And I don't like it. I, I, You can say what you want. I don't advocate for people going on acting as if there could never be something that could happen. Just because it hasn't happened to them yet doesn't mean it isn't slowly happening. Right. And that is what I learned from my doctor. That is what I learned from my trainer. As Your body is not designed to carry excess weight of whatever you're supposed to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. You can carry it. But that's on you if you, I mean, if you want to do that. There's, like, to go up and down my steps, I have 15 steps. To go up and down my steps used to be like a real issue for me. Not only was it an issue for me breathing, it was an issue for my back. Yeah. And so now I can do it easily, but I can tell the difference when somebody can't. Like, I never say anything. Like, I've had people, you know what I mean, friends or whatever, trying to come up. People try to clean my house. Yeah. You know, the Stanley Steamer guy. I yeah. remember him. They're panning. And and the truth is, it's wow. like, oh, I'm out of shape. I'm this and that. Well, Yeah. Well, if you think that that's okay and you're fine doing that and you do it all the time, but then go to the Stairmaster for 20 minutes. See how that works out for you. Oh, my God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we, it, it's, the, it's the denial piece. And like I said, society has made it okay. That doesn't mean that you, you think your self-esteem is low. That just means that you could be in a healthier place. And I would argue that. I don't care who it is. It's like, I understand, I'm, the, I'm one of them. And that's why I'm like, no. I yeah. refuse to accept that. It's not okay. There is something going on with you. You probably don't know it or paid attention. You can't say that you weren't at a better place when you were at a thinner place. It was easier for you to uh, be more agile. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I could move easier. Well, I think that... I was stronger. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like I could take one more water. And then my, my body cycle... When I say my psych, I'm talking about my uh, restroom issues and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Is more regular. You just feel better. And once you get comfortable in being overweight, you must have forgot what it was like when you wasn't. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And so, yeah. I think that people have have forgotten or never knew that, you know, people started out in the beginning as like hunters and gatherers. Right. And they didn't have all that processed food and places to store it. So they used up all their energy getting the food, preparing the food. And then eating it once it was prepared and having to do the whole thing over again the next day because you just can't stick it in the fridge because there was no fridge. Right. Or icebox or whatever. So we're really spoiled today with all that 
shelf life stuff we that are. would last through the apocalypse. We are. Trust me, we are. Because I, that's, that's funny that you should say shelf life. I, I'm going to go on a, um, on a different route real quick and just say that my daughter's baby food, I had it in my cabin until last year. My daughter is 20 years old and what? it looked the exact fucking same. The water didn't move. I promise you, you could call my sister and ask her. That's scary. It looked the exact same. Are you kidding? No, not even close to kidding. It looked the exact same. I'm going to encourage all y'all <laughs> soon to be mothers. <laughs> Start making your baby food. <laughs> it was like um, some carrots and some green beans that looked exactly the same. Are could, you serious? Yes, I promise you. It was Gerber. It looked the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I thought that wasn't even supposed to be processed. Like 20, I thought it was... 20 years, I promise you. We could call her and ask her. And the next question is, why was that in your cabinet still? Because <laughs> <laughs> so too, that one told him I'm looking for stuff away. <laughs> Okay, most people <laughs> save like locks of hair or like the first two. I have teeth. I'll even go on a limb and say umbilical cord. How do you say that? Oh, umbilical that's cord? No. It is disgusting, but my daughter saved her baby's cord. I'm like, ew. No, I have Kayla's teeth. But. And baby food. The baby, baby food? food's in a container, it's in the cabinet. Girl. <laughs> I've thrown it away by now, but I just threw it away <laughs> last year, though. That's she hilarious. Was she was 19. And she was probably like, Mom. No, Sabrina went through my cabinet. Sabrina and my nephew, we threw away a whole bunch of stuff. And I can hear her now. Pam, really? I had Baby stuff food? that was ridiculous. Yeah, she really went in. So, But yeah, we have all this stuff that will last through, you know, the, to the end of time. And it's like, that's not right. That's not how it was supposed to be. And I know that um, if you're supposed to eat from the earth, I'm not even going to go into a religious factor, but if say you were eating from the earth, mm-hmm. as to, things that grew from the earth, things that were in the earth, the things that are in the earth are fish. We don't know how they got there, but they're there. Do you know what I mean? So and they're mighty tasty. And then um, you have the vegetables, things that grew from the earth. So if you eat that, I don't know if you go to the Bible, you can look up David's fast. I guarantee you you'll lose weight. It can be dangerous, but you can lose weight. <laughs> you'll find out if you have any health issues on that fast. But um, the thing of it is, is that if you're not consuming food in moderation, then you need to look at uh, what you're eating. Like, yeah. Like, for example, if I'm training for years and I get used to eating five small meals a day or six small meals, then when I'm done training, I can't continue to eat six meals. Like, I could eat small ones. I could try to keep that behavior up. But if you're not exercising, bitch, you're just eating. So <laughs> it turns into something else. And we are always like, Lydra's guilty of this. She's always telling me I look great and I look fine all the time. And the truth is, I look, I'm carrying um, about 40 more pounds than it was when I first met her. What? Yeah. Do you remember when I met you at Pinzel? Yeah. I'm carrying at least 40 more pounds. At least. Yeah. Yeah. If not 50. But it's kind of, it's different when you see somebody all the time though. Because you don't, you don't necessarily notice that. Like remember when you came to Mr.'s birthday party and you were looking at the pictures? Yeah. And you're like, well, this, this fat bitch sitting in the chair with the chicken. Right. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. that's, that's You're like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, tell you what. <laughs> so I went to another training tangent. Like, ah, I'm on the treadmill. So the, you got you to gotta understand that people, when somebody tries to tell you something, we got to stop taking it so personal. It is the truth. It is like something is wrong. 
Like, I promise you, I have an aunt that went blind. I have an aunt that was up in the hospital talking fine. She said her feet was tingling. Boom, she died the next day. All of this is diabetes. My grandfather, who I met as a kid, I think I was maybe six or... I probably wasn't even six. I I wasn't in school yet. So I had to be about four or five. I remember him having a sore that wouldn't heal. That's diabetes. Yeah. I remember uh, my sister's in-laws has removed both legs. I remember my, like I said, my aunt went blind. Um, My mom had it. Well, thank God they never had any real things with it. And then my father had it. I saw him go into one of those diabetic fits when his blood sugar gets too low. So I seen that. It it does something delusional to your head. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I seen that lie. So I don't want that to ever happen to me. And then um, my sister was like, she takes shots. Well, she was taking shots twice a day. And then she got down to one. Then she got down to pills. But it's like a dependency on that insulin. To this day, I don't think that her diet has severely changed. Yeah. So that's just something she just has included as how she's going to live. But I choose to exercise. I choose to try to eat right. People are so stubborn, though, because like you were talking about your family members. My dad... Um, before he died, he had a partial amputation of the, a below the knee amputation on one of his legs because he was diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish he was still around, obviously, but even with that, he was still very positive. You know, he was he was determined to uh, get his prosthetic and you know start walking and driving again. Unfortunately, that never happened. But it wasn't like he was going to change his diet that much. But my mom, you know, she worked like a dog to like you know make sure that he was eating the right things. Mm-hmm. But man. That man was so stubborn. I think a lot of people are like that. They're like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, I, I, I'll let me put the weight on. I can always take a shot or a mm-hmm. pill or right. whatever. And if I really need to lose weight and the doctor will make me, it'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you, you've got to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. In fact, I kid you not, I have a post-it note on my desk in my home office that says, food as medicine. Because you should really treat what you eat and put into your body like medicine like it's something that's going to be good for you that's going to make you have you know, energy or, energy and yeah. be healthy mm-hmm. versus that second bowl of ice cream that i was opting for the other night <laughs> right seriously it should be you know um i definitely think uh, i've changed a lot of my habits i do get to eat a cheat at least one day a week um he says weekends are okay if i go really hard in the weekend so far i've been losing weight i yeah. can honestly say i've been losing weight but you kicked up your metabolism yeah i kicked up my metabolism my, my water intake is like a gallon a day and people are thinking you got to drink a whole guy it's really not that hard once you start but the other thing is this too um and this is another avenue it leads to affairs stop acting like the person is as attractive to you as they are when when they're Ooh, heavy that's and people a... are in denial about that yeah. yes they love you yes they do but if you trust me i i know a whole Trust me, I know a whole real situation. I understand that, um, I say she understood that he loved her, but she did not understand why he didn't love her with the body that she had. I was like, it's not that he doesn't love you with the body. He, do- he doesn't find you physically attractive right now. Right. You're you're like doubled your weight since you got married within like 10 years. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, double within 10 years? Yeah. Who are you? And you can't be mad at the person. Yeah, it's I not mean, that you have to stay a perfect size, whatever, but you want to be proportionate. You don't want to be bigger than your man. 
Yeah. You don't want to do that. Right? I would be heartbroken, but it would be like a, a kick in the ass to get myself motivated to like drop some pounds. Yeah. I trust me. I, I know a real life thing with that. Um, <laughs> so, so with that being said, um, like I said, she confided in me, like, so I won't name names. And what the reality is, um, apparently maybe he did something. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. I'm just on the podcast. Maybe he, did <laughs> maybe he didn't. I'm just on the podcast. This is purely informational. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my thing is, if he, t- if he gave that as the reason, and you think it's more than that, then you need to figure out in what areas is it more than that. If you think like they should look, yes, a person shouldn't do that. They should want to go work out with you. Yeah. They shouldn't, you know what I mean? They should. That doesn't justify them going outside the marriage. But if they're going off of purely looks and somebody's ability to have stamina and not be tired and do, if you can't do some of the tricks that you used to and you just exhaust, no, seriously. <laughs> no, I know. What you, I yeah. <laughs> like if you're just exhausted and you don't have anything left in you, like where's your gas, bitch? Giddy up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Although you do have to give those women who are like bearing children. For these people, uh, a pass for a little while because it takes a minute to snap back into place, especially with multiple kids and and as you get older. Mm -hmm. Like when I had my first daughter, I gained 65 pounds and after I had her, I lost all of it and more. Mm -hmm. I was like skinnier after I had her than before I got pregnant, but it wasn't like that later when I had the other two. I was like, why is this... Why is that still here? You're like, where's my snapback? Right. Yeah, the snapback is like, the elasticity is broke. Right. (laughs) So, it may seem shallow, and it may seem like we're, but I I don't think it can be if I'm admitting to being overweight. Yeah. You know, if I'm admitting to being overweight, and if I'm admitting that when I'm in the gym, I never had this issue before, ever. My my pants, my stomach rolls under, (laughs) I never had that. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, not the rolls. And so, well, those gym mirrors are not kind. They're not. Those gym mirrors. Those are gym different. mirrors are horrible. Yeah, they you are go good. in there feeling like you're She-Ra and stuff. You go into the changing room and start putting on your gym clothes, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's like they gotta be like. Like, what do I look like out the, out there? Right. So, I have one person. Here's an excuse. Like I said, the denial. I had one person tell me, and I say one person. I'm still talking about that same couple. Well, I gotta lose weight before I go to the gym first. What? Like, I had a friend like that. That's like, and I was like, that's ridiculous. Like that doesn't make sense. Everybody's there to lose weight. She's like, well, everybody gonna be. Ain't nobody thinking about you. Trust me. Ain't nobody <laughs> looking at you. Right. Ain't nobody. You're not. Listen. So, long story short, I, I promise you, this was about a year when they first started telling me they still haven't gone to the gym. Wow. I miss the gym. Like, I stopped going because of when COVID hit. And when they reopened, I just didn't trust it. So I haven't been back. But I miss it because I'm one of those people who, again, I know what I'm supposed to do. And I have stuff at home. I can work out. But it's boring. I want people there with me. I want my trainer in my face. Mm-hmm. I want, like, workout buddies. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's not happening right now. And so I feel like, ugh, I'm going to yeah, be forced wanna... to, like, ride the stationary bike. I'm going to be forced to get on the treadmill I'm going to be, you know, forced to work out on weights by myself. And it's just like, oh. Let's put headphones in. Yeah, I do that. And I try to watch stuff on TV. But 
Cardio to me is so boring, but that's a whole nother podcast. What it types is. of exercise? Yeah, ugh. it is. I did cardio today, and to this moment, my hair is still wet at the root. So <laughs> you were getting it in. Oh yeah, I'm serious. I'm not about to be. Mm-mm. You're not going out like that. No, because the reality is, the older you get, the harder it is to lose, and it's all downhill from there. It sure is. But man, I saw something on social media. You probably saw it too. Them them women in their seventies and eighties still bodybuilding. I'm oh. like, oh my god, if they can do this shit, what am I complaining about? Right. And I, did they go pro? I mean, damn, we just want to lose some weight. They're amazing. Uh, I should find some 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 pictures and put them on our, our website. I wish I could go pro. Mm-hmm. I wanted to once upon a time, but yeah, that was a pipe dream. Like how? That's a lot of work. It is, but it's so rewarding. It's re- I know. Can you But remember? you got to keep it up because otherwise that all that muscle will turn st- straight fat. Can you imagine um um, going out and just put, picking out clothes and just picking your size and leaving. You don't need a dressing room. Well, see, actually, <laughs> remember back when I had my my yeah bouts of with depression, yeah. which is also another podcast. But I went down to like a size three, four. I saw you. Trust me, I was but, worried. I was worried. <laughs> I know, but everybody kept going. You need to eat a sandwich, which I think is incredibly rude, but. I was looking at pictures the other day, and I did not look healthy. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, skinny is not necessarily healthy. I mean, I wasn't, my BMI was okay. I wasn't healthy, though. But you weren't working out to do it, either. You no. were just, like, not doing it. Like, nobody encourages that. No. You gotta eat right. <laughs> you gotta eat right. Yeah, like, not eating is not the, the diet plan. No. <laughs> that's no. not the move. No. Don't starve yourself by any means, no. But I do know some skinny people who are, like, really unhealthy. I do know some skinny fat people, like skinny people with cellulite. Yeah. Yeah, so. Or, you know, you can tell that their skin is like, their skin's not healthy. Like, they have, like, blemishes and dark circles, and Mm -hmm. they have, like, that undertone that just screams, I'm not healthy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Dehydrated, all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, no. You gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta go to the gym. It's a fine line. You got, you just gotta move. You gotta do something. Yeah. Put a yoga mat down in your, in your, in your spot. Right. And get to stretching. I think stretching is a really good thing, too. Yeah, it really is, especially for my back. Um, stretching alleviates a lot of stress. It it helps uh, with cramps and all that kind of stuff. Um, I definitely am rigorous about my regimen, and I'm not kidding. I'm going to lose weight, like, by any means necessary. I'm going to say any means. By gym. <laughs> By, By any gym necessary. Right. And the gym and diet. So what would you say to those people listening that may be in denial or may need that extra kick in the ass? Right. If you're in denial about your weight and, and you keep saying that, well, you're cute, well, you're this, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. We're talking about, I don't care how confident you are, we're talking about pure health. We're talking about, <laughs> like... I'll be jogging here shortly. Like, I can jog a little bit. Like, Ooh. I get it going. You know what I mean? Can you imagine that? Now, <laughs> um, now here's here's what I remember. Just two years ago, I'd warm up with two miles, a two-mile run. I would warm up with that. That's mm-hmm. how good in shape. And then, boom, I fell off with the whole... Yeah. Know, so, anyway, what I'm saying is, if you were out at about, I'd say about... Uh, let me see, about 30 yards away from your car and a dog chased you, would you be caught? 
If you can't run... <laughs> Are you going to have a hole chewed out of your ass because you couldn't giddy up? No, yeah, you couldn't giddy up? Where's your giddy up bag? <laughs> so... <laughs> I swear, I wasn't ready for that. No. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I had, a, I had a visual, though, once you said it. It was like a cartoon. I mean, you have to think about that. Like, damn, you're like, I couldn't run from here to the car. Like, fuck, I had to fight a pit bull. So I don't know who signed up for that shit? Nobody. Oh, my gosh. So... And, you know, it's like, we're not saying don't enjoy life. Right. But don't enjoy it so much that you're not going to be around to have a lot of it. Right. Like, cut your portions in half. Drink more water. Add some vegetables. Stop saying something tastes nasty. You'll get used to it. Nobody liked alcohol, but until you did. Nobody <laughs> didn't like the taste of that thing until you sucked on it long enough. So... Wait, are we still talking about? <laughs> I think we are. Oh God, we're talking about meat. We didn't, <laughs> didn't like you didn't eat meat until you did. Until um, so you did. So, yeah, those always gotta take are, it there. I do. I have to. It's where I live. <laughs> it's safe there for me. Is it your safety spot? My safety spot. I can't because I got this cat night. She purrs. <laughs> <laughs> so. So here's the thing. So, so here's what we're saying. We're not telling you to be less confident. All we're saying is there's nothing wrong with being confident and healthy at the same time. Because no matter what you're telling yourself in the mirror or what people around you are telling you, you know good and well, if you're only five foot and you're well over 160 pounds, you might want to get in the gym. You might. Mm-hmm. You might want to get in the gym. Heck, you can be, I, I'm not even going to give heights. I'm going to say no matter who you are, if you are 30 to 50 pounds or more overweight, you're 30 pounds or more overweight, you need to start figuring it out. Do something. Get control early. And it doesn't mean doing a liquid Optifast diet either. I'm going to throw that out there because I swear if I see one more commercial over the holidays about liquid diets, I'm going to scream because you can't maintain that. You can't maintain that. And then as soon as you eat them, boom, you blow them back up. And you're also going to lose your hair. I've seen some two ladies in my office. Do what? It. Yeah, you got to have some sort of thing thin out to the point where it's stupid. They're in their brushing and they're like, oh, God, what's happening? So, yeah, that's scary. And you can't depend on a lap band and then no surgeries and all that stuff. People with surgeries never tell you the, the negative part. There is no 100% plus side to anything. Don't believe the hype. If you have a surgery and somebody removes fat, there's going to be some sort of side effect. There is... You're going to be lopsided. Something's going to fill that spot back in. It's not like you got your skin tightened while you were having fat removed. Right. But I know somebody that did. Were they lopsided? I don't know what, what she was, but it, it, it... I'll show you pics later. Oh. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> but long story short, I don't want that. I don't want a Frankenstein move. So I am not an animal. <laughs> Sewing shit back together with stitches. No. <laughs> Change the model. Fat bitches get stitches. No, thanks. Okay, and on that note. <laughs> Yeah, this is our, I thought this was going to be a, a much more low-key episode because we're just coming off Thanksgiving and we're pretty chill. But no, this one over here still brought the fire. Well, here's the thing. My, my, on the end though, to go out, I'm going to go out with, I would rather see all of my friends, including myself, because I'm doing something about it. If you're overweight, 
Don't talk about it. Be about it. Go do something. You know you are. Stop saying people like you like this. And that's fine. They probably do. But let's be healthy. Let's give ourselves. You may add 5, 10 years onto your life. Your kid may be watching you. Like, I, my daughter is health conscious because she watches me. Kids are always watching. Um, if, if, you, if you are a kid, and we have a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, younger generations in my family, and you are obese or you are um, struggling with weight or anything like that, you're young, you're more likely to drop yours faster than an average person. Go ahead and go to the gym. Get online. Get an app. Do anything. you got to start somewhere. Start with water. And everybody that loves you, they just love you. Don't let that lead you into some space of denial. Yeah. Don't don't let that lead you into some space of denial. Don't do it because it is. Because, uh, trust me, people tell me, you look fine. You look fine. Until all my clothes don't fit and shit. And then next thing you know, I'm breathing hard. You can hear me styling your hair, whereas before you couldn't. I sound like a monster. <laughs> what? I snore like a bear. Her. But did you say... Okay. <laughs> did she just growl? Her. So, so, and that's another thing I've noticed. It's cut back a lot. My snoring is cut back dramatic. Well, I can say dramatic about 35, 40%. So is it because someone told you or because you know? No, because I can wake myself up. Oh, okay. I was horrible. Like. Yeah. <laughs> All that. Yeah, absolutely. That hurt. I'd wake up like, who's that? <laughs> Her? Like, did somebody come in here? <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I can wake my own self up and, and stop acting like you don't don't know somebody who can do that. You can hear a bad snore all the way upstairs and downstairs. I was horrible. All right, people, get it together so you don't end up on a CPAP. <laughs> right. There's nothing comfy about sleeping with a mask over your face unless you get into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. people. All right, peace. peace.